G'day everybody, my name is Elliot Waters and you're listening to the Disregulated Podcast. As always, thank you for tuning in. So today's episode, it's been a while since I've uploaded an episode, so let me uh, let me explain this. So the deal is, usually when I haven't uploaded an episode, the next one that I do do, that makes sense, um, I will talk about mood charts superimposed on podcast output charts and I would say that if we're producing episodes, we're feeling good. If there's a bit of a break, it's because we've been feeling bad. Now, that's not necessarily the case this time. I'm happy to report that more days have been good than not, and that's a really, really great thing. Um, but so, but but that isn't the, the normal reason for not coming up with these episodes. That's not really the issue here today. The issue has been mostly because I'm just so busy. So my my capacity to achieve you know, certain goals and do things for people, you know, write emails, you know, make phone calls, you know, or fill out my Google calendar that I never do, all that sort of stuff. A lot of that is dictated by this diminished capacity that I have because of, in particular, in this case, ADHD, for example, the inability to concentrate and actually get things completed, the amount of extra energy it takes to focus on a task, and and quite often just the inability to, to do it at all. So the reason I haven't done many episodes lately is because there's this big bottleneck. So I've got lots of projects in the mental health space that I'm engaged with at the moment, lots of them, and it's great. It is so good. And a lot of them are all about lived experience because lived experience is fast becoming a very valuable commodity. Not that I'm seeing much money from it at the moment, but but people, researchers or or businesses or whatever, uh, uh, excuse me, are acknowledging the fact that lived experience has some really great qualities to it and that those experiences can be so, you know, helpful and can inform decision-making, especially, obviously, in the mental health sphere. So it feels like at the moment everyone wants a piece of me, which is great. That's exactly what I want. But my capacity levels haven't changed. It's still capped at, you know, say 60%, for example. So there's all these projects going on. They're hitting this bottleneck. And whenever lately I've thought, hmm, I wouldn't mind doing a podcast episode I've just been too worn out. It's as simple as that. The other reason why there haven't been many episodes lately is because the moneymaker, my vocal cords, have been under a lot of strain lately. So the Newcastle Knights, my number one team, made the semifinals. And unfortunately, yesterday, we got knocked out of the finals by the New Zealand Warriors. <clears throat> but the Knights have been on a 10-game winning streak. And let me tell you, I've been there the whole way cheering them on. And this is no joke. For the last probably three weeks, and even today I'm a bit croaky too, I've had these, this croaky voice because of yelling at these games too much. Well, not too much. I don't think it's a problem. But, you know, the vocal cords have, have been under a lot of stress the last couple of weeks. Now, I've had a lot of feedback about the last episode where I spoke about beating social anxiety disorder and my voice was sounding a bit like this. And some people said to me that it was near impossible to listen to because of my voice being in the condition that it was in. So I've tried to look after the moneymaker a little bit more recently, and thank goodness today we've woken up and the voice isn't too bad. It's a bit croaky, but it's not too bad. So, you know, and that's the thing. For so long, I've supported the Knights, for example, and I yell and go hoarse after every game, and, you know, then I'll go in the car and sing songs, which we know I love doing as part of my, as as one of my sort of coping strategies. And that's another issue because I sing through the throat, so my voice gets very croaky. Like, for example, last week I went to a suicide prevention seminar in Tamworth. Tamworth is three, three and a half hours away from here, Newcastle. 
So, because I was really nervous about going there and I was driving up the morning of the actual seminar, you know, I was doing my coping strategies, which was singing a lot of songs. But the singing a lot of songs, three and a half hours worth of singing songs, and then I was talking a little bit at the seminar. Not, I wasn't a presenter, but I was, you know, meeting people. And, you know, I did actually get asked up at the end to do a speech, which was very nerve-wracking because when I do presentations, I like to not prepare notes or anything because I want them to be as genuine as they can be. And I want to mold my presentations to the audience in front of me. So, for example, if I'm presenting to the schools, I'm presenting to some school kids and I mention, say, ADHD and eyes light up. That tells me we need to talk more about ADHD because that's relevant to this audience. Anyway, so I don't like to prepare as in like write it down, put notes down, all that sort of stuff. But I do need to mentally prepare because I have social anxiety disorder amongst other things. And if I don't take the steps to keep it under control, we ain't doing a presentation. And that's happened before. But I was asked to do this impromptu presentation at the end of the seminar. My reflections as someone who has lived experience of all this sort of stuff. And I just got up there and spoke. I barely remember what I said, but there was a big round of applause at the end, so it must have gone okay. But anyway, back to the original story. So I'm driving up there three and a half hours. I'm croaky. I talk to all these people, meet these people, do this little presentation thing, and I'm getting more croaky. And then because I'm so euphoric and jubilant after the great day, the great seminar, in fact, I got up there, did a little speech, and it went well, I was singing pretty passionately on the way home as well. So the voice has been under a lot of strain lately. And because of the feedback of the last episode, I've also been thinking, right, when I do the next episode, I can't be croaky because the feedback has been, I wouldn't say overwhelming, but very much, you know, along the same lines, which is you need to get your voice right if you're going to do these episodes because it's hard to listen to otherwise. So there you go. That's another reason why I haven't done one lately, because the old moneymaker hasn't quite been up to task. So as I alluded to, there's been a lot of, a lot of good things going on lately, not so much personally, as in, you know, I wouldn't say I'm making great leaps in therapy, probably because I'm not in therapy, you know, that sort of stuff. But external to me that still influences me and and my goals and objectives, they've been going pretty good. So that's great news. And the other good thing is that more days have been good than not. Now, back in the day, this is a metric that really shows how far I come. And I need to remember this a little bit more. But, you know, go back six months ago, I would say almost every day was a bad day. So definitely more days were bad than good. Whereas now it's reversed. You know, I can't quite say, unfortunately, that every day is a good day, although that's a, that's a goal that's unachievable anyway. We don't want that. But the majority of days, it's not a huge majority, but it is a majority of days are good compared to bad. And that is a really, really good metric for me to keep leaning back on because it says quite you know, concisely that things are going better than they were. And that's really good. The only real sort of problem lately has been my weekends. I've said it before on the show, I think, about me sleeping all weekend on my days off and and getting the sweats and all this sort of stuff. So for six weekends in a row, that has been happening. And what also happens is it isn't just sweating, it's these massive panic attacks. It's this really strong and intense sort of depressive side to it. And, And it's just, it's really really bad like I can't explain like when I wake up some of these days and I'm drenched in sweat I've just had a massive panic attack in my dream you know the depression hits so hard it is so difficult so you know we're still having the more the more I don't know the more cutting the more you know severe sort of intense and deep little episodes but they're being confined mostly to the weekend which which isn't 
ideal, but hey, that's better than seven days of the week, isn't it, you know? And the good news is this weekend, I'm talking to you now on a Monday, which is essentially my Sunday. The good thing is this weekend, there hasn't been any of the sweats, there's been nothing of that. So I don't know, maybe we're just sort of getting over that, the panic sort of stuff, maybe we're getting on top of things and that's making it easier. But what it does tell me is that there's a lot going on in my subconscious that I really need to tap into because it's overflowing into my dreams, at least, which then massively impacts the direction of the next day. So, But the good thing is, this weekend, that hasn't really happened. But the, the only frustrating thing is I have no idea what I've done to avoid that sort of you know consequence. I, I don't think I've done much differently. So I don't know. But hey, we'll take the good times when we can. All right. Well, I think that's probably it for now. Um, future episodes, I'm going to talk about these sort of these mental health, you know, sort of projects that I'm working on because they're pretty cool. And I think they um, have the potential to do some real good in the community as well. So, you know, I'm very excited about that. And I can't wait to tell you all about that, which I will soon because um, it's definitely something I want to report back and show that, you know, whether it's me or someone else or whatever, there are things going on to try and help you know, and improve the mental health outcomes in individuals and the community at large. And it's really exciting stuff. So I can't wait to share that with you. But that's not for today. Today was just a check-in and let you know things are going okay. We're just really, you know, we're, we're overextending a little bit at the moment, but we're back. I promise we're back. And most days are going pretty good at the moment, which is really good too. All right. Thank you for listening as always. And if you enjoy the show, feel free to follow me on Instagram at elliot.t.waters. We can follow the show at the dysregulated.podcast. And you can also follow and support the show financially on Patreon. Keep the ads off. That's at patreon.com forward slash Elliot Waters. Okay. Thank you again. And I'll see you next time here on the Dysregulated Podcast.